Welcome, and thank you for joining me today on UDTV. Do you have stuff around the holiday season? Are you feeling confused or tempted about what you should or shouldn't eat during the holiday functions? Well, let me tell you this has been a big challenge for me over the years. And as I used to be a seafood and eat it diet kind of guy, dealing with the consequences after. Then I learned how to hack my thinking and my feelings around the celebrations and the festivities. And I created my own holiday hacks. So today, we're going to discuss how as people living with or impacted by diabetes, we don't need to be fearful of holiday foods or have a Grinch attitude about what we wish we could eat during the Christmas festivities. The truth is, is that the holidays and the challenges for us as diabetics are no different than anyone else. During the season of family functions and amazing food, we just need a plan and have a few hacks to help us not overdo it. You know, turning a good thing into a bad thing. So as I always remember that the content we discuss on UDTV is provided for information and education purposes only, and it's not intended as a substitute for your medical, psychological, or any other professional advice. So remember, check with your doctor and healthcare professionals before you make any changes to your routines. My hope is that after our time together today, we will have a few simple holiday hacks that will let you enjoy your festivities with no holiday hangovers. So let me first share how I have and still struggle with my sugars during the holidays. The first step for me was to admit it and not deny it. This really allowed me to look at how my mindset and feelings around the festivities and food, these ineffective beliefs and meanings, drove my choices. With this simple acknowledgement, I was able to get into my mind and create clear intentions on what I must do to make any celebration or holiday season merry and avoid a holiday blood sugar hangover. I think that the key to enjoying and having fun or success at anything requires us to have a strategy. That means we need to first see it, then feel it, before we do it. A simple example of how we do it is around drinking and driving. Does the Uber or drinking cutoff time strategy stop you from going or having a good time? It's really just taking a moment to ask a simple question of how do I want to go and come home safe? Well, today I'm talking about how I realized that I can use the same basic concept and allow myself to have my food and drink hack plan before I go, which will make the choices easier for me when I'm at my family function or holiday gathering. My realization that I can choose to enjoy any and even all the food festivities and have a merry diabetes Christmas without the regrets. It simply empowered me to create the experience I wanted. So here we go. Let's discuss some of my simple holiday hacks and you can try those that you feel will work for you. You know, we've got really five simple diabetic holiday hacks that are gonna really help you in adjusting and living with diabetes in these times of great food and, and drink as we all like to partake. So the first one is, is, up, is to set clear intentions 
for what experience you want to create. So what I mean by that is what are your beliefs, your meanings that are driving your emotions around your food, your eating habits, and the very experience that we're going to with our, our family and our friends. You know, I know for me, I had to really come clear when I'm going to these things because they're not all stress-free. Depending on a work function or a, uh, a church function or a family function, the dynamics are very different. So what I had to do is just ask myself some really simple questions. What do I want? What do I want from the event, the experience that I want to create? So I come up with these questions. When do I want to show up? Simply put, from that, how long am I going to stay? Then I ask, who's going to be there? And are there two or three really good things that I could share with these people or things that I'm grateful for about them instead of focusing on the negative? So I really shifted the way I looked at the event altogether. And that then led into the food, right? What is the food that I'm going to eat during this time? So I know I want to create this amazing experience with my family, my friends, my colleagues, but I'm a diabetic. I got a plan for my insulin and, and how am I going to do this so I don't just have complete sugar spikes up and down in a roller coaster. So let's talk about the food. I set clear intentions on what I was going to do. And those clear intentions lead to number two. I decided that I was going to drink one glass of water before and between any other type of drink or food. So what that means, I started my time by going there and I actually asked for a glass of water to start. And I would use, if they had it, carbonated water or soda stream. I would add lime or even a little bit of cranberry if it's uh, your choice. But it's an amazing drink. It tastes good. And it's great for my blood sugar management. But the other reason that I do the water is that if I'm going to have some alcoholic drinks or punches or whatever it might be, wine, it's going to help hydrate me and reduce the impact of that alcohol on me, alcohol on my blood sugar and on me by spacing it out, by putting water in between there and hydrating. It's also going to fill me up. And then the filling it up, it really helps me not overeat on all the abundance of snacks and food that's available. So number two, or three, I'm sorry, is the plate portions. We need to choose different plate portions. So you can go to Canada diet or the American diet uh, plate portions, and most of them talk about 50% of the plate being your fruits and veggies, 25% being protein and 25% being whole grains and or carbs for that matter. Well, I switch it up. I don't use those. For me, what I've found is I keep a minimum of 50%. I prefer 60% of my plate portion to be vegetables. I try to make them the dark green ones. You know, if, if, my, if I have beans and broccoli and asparagus, all of that versus... Um, the light colored veggies. I, I like a palette of color, but the point is, is it's really good for you. Try it. Go to 60% of your plate. I've automatically limited it down now to 40%. Well, what am I going to do? For me, I believe it's protein. 
and I increase my protein portion from 25% to 30%. So now I'm at 90% of my plate is full. And you know, at the holidays, we like to stack it up. So it's a big portion of salad really helps. And then I take the 25% of whole grains and carbs and things like that. And I put it down to the 10%. So that's my hack of what I did is I changed that plate portions to help me in my sugars, but it didn't take away the feeling of abundance. It didn't take away my ability to eat. And that's what everyone's about at Christmas, Thanksgiving, or any holiday that you're celebrating. It's about that abundance and being able to participate and not feeling that I can't, but that I can. I'm just choosing what I want. Okay, so let's move to point or hack number four. And before I dig into this about timing, I really want to go back to, you know, just talk about point one, that intention. I think you've noticed that I've been speaking to my intention on every one of these hacks. It's back to the feeling that I want for me, that I'm feeling good about me and my choices. And I can speak to it when people are asking, wow, are you turning into a vegetarian? Well, you know, for me in my life, I'm a meditarian. I love to eat high protein, but the truth of the matter is, is that I have my own story. We all have story around it and those feelings, but for my workout routine, the health that I believe and what I've chosen, I'm able to explain that because I'm very clear before I came. I know my limit. I stay within it using the alcohol uh, commercials uh, uh, slogan. And I do that with all my food groups. Okay, let's get back on track here. So hack number four that I really think is a good and simple one is my food timing. And to avoid and space out my sweets, right? So I love sweets, especially the ooh, shortbread cookies, my goodness, or white chocolate with almonds in it. Mm, the almond bark, it's just amazing stuff. Not so amazing for my blood sugar. And I don't know about you, but after I eat them, they taste good going down, but I find I'm just fatigued because it spikes my sugars. So what I've chosen to do is back to my second point of drinking the water is I don't care what it is. If I'm going to have a cookie or uh, my mom's favorite uh, um, uh, Christmas snack, I try to put a glass of water between and I try to make sure that my little plate or napkin has vegetables. That I'm doing the veggies and hummus or I'm, I'm putting a vegetable of some kind or a savory protein or something in there. You know, the sausage with some cheese. Because you guys pick the better of the evils in this instance. And it's not that it's evil, any of the food. It's just the fact of what's going to have a higher glycemic index or a sugar impact on me and or you with your insulin requirements that's going to create that fatigue you know that food coma so what i really want to to share with you is that just really make some gaps in timing and how you do that is substituting it's substituting different items into your um visits to the table for food and snacks 
So that's my hack number four, is I try to extend my food timing with water and with vegetables, dark green ones. They're freebies. You can eat as many as you want. Okay, so I've been really going through these hacks quickly, but this doesn't need to be long. I want to share that these things have transformed my life. And that's what we're about. Being uncommon. Being clear on what we want. Knowing the reasons why we want it. And then what are the actions and routines that we're going to make to achieve that? And I really believe that the strategies that you take to any function you go to will dictate the success that you have and the feeling you leave with. One that you go, wow, that was fun. I always try to leave wanting more versus overstaying and going, Oof, I shouldn't have done that or whatever it would be in the sense of food or drink or just fatigue. So having that clear strategy for everything is important in life. So let's move on to hack number five. So all of our five hacks, people say exercise is one of the best things that we can do to help manage our sugars. And I agree with those people, but here's the real point. If you're at a holiday function and everybody's sitting around, they're watching the ball game, they're watching golf, they're uh, playing games, etc. Well, my recommendation would be go back to that intention. You want to have some chats and create some intimate time with the people, the friends, the family you have, and go for a short walk. Go walk around the block with one or two or multiple people. Make it part of the experience. And you can time those to suit who you're doing the talk with or when you're going to eat. Back to the spacing and the timing of hack four, they all kind of intertwine and you'll notice that I use them together, right? So with that being said, get out, go for a walk before, between and after you eat. So that's really what I think is a critical success factor in using these hacks is that they're not one that stands alone that works, it's how do I integrate them all into my life when I'm at a function so that I'm able to leave with no regrets and no holiday hangovers. Because those spikes, as you know, cause you to feel horrible. And then what happens? They stack on each other because we usually don't have one function. You've got two, three, I have, how many do you go to over the, two-week holiday period. So my encouragement to you today is do not be afraid to create your hacks. These are just some that I use, and they're not all of them. They're just five holiday hacks that are simple and easy to do. I really am excited about hearing from you and what you think of these five holiday hacks. So today's short, but I hope today has helped you understand how you can create holiday hacks that will help you enjoy your experience and not have a holiday hangover. The truth about creating uncommon diabetic health hacks is they start by being aware that I need it. 
Do you need help creating your diabetic life hacks? Do you want to be part of a community of people transforming our lives together? Then I want to invite you to join us for our completely free live workshop called the Uncommon Diabetic Transform Workshop. It's where I'm going to introduce you to a revolutionary and science-based approach towards your diabetic health. We will help you make this year a year of transformation. Together we can create and build the foundations to having an uncommon year and life starting now. So just click the link below or register at uncommondiabetic.com for this Thursday's event at 7 p.m. Eastern. Also, don't forget to click the don't forget to click the subscribe button. That's a tongue twister. And the bell so you don't miss any episodes of UDTV. I really want to thank you for joining us today. And we really look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, enjoy the holidays. Try some hacks. And be uncommon.